Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, Diaz York Slim, and we are here, man. We're back. I feel I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little sore. I'm feeling a little sore. My bed's too firm. You know, I gotta get some memory foam. But uh, other than that, man, I'm I'm great. I'm I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. I hope you guys are doing well out there, man. I hope you guys are staying warm. It's cold outside. It's cold outside. Get you a coat. Get you a get you a jacket. Get you something. To, to, to stay warm, you know, during these cold and trying times, it seems like, right? The world just keeps getting crazier and crazier, and there's not a whole lot anybody can do about that. But, you know, we just keep moving forward and um, try, to, try to, you know, have a positive attitude. And, um, yeah, man, just get right into it. So yesterday, I was watching... Now, here's the thing. I'm so late on these Marvel shows, and I talked about, like, Marvel stuff uh, a few episodes ago with the fanboys and just on Twitter and how they're just too much sometimes. They're defending something that's not real, which, I okay, I get it, fine, whatever. Um, I was watching the shows yesterday. I was watching one show. The show is called What If. I know I'm so late on these shows. The show is called What If. Um, it's pretty good. It's the best, So far, out of all the ones I've seen, that's the best one. Um, I gotta watch Loki and then Hawkeye and then I'm pretty much all caught up with everything Marvel. You know, I try, I try to, I try to get back into it. I talked it like I said um, on previous episodes. You know, it's something. It's cool to be a part of something bigger than yourself. And obviously, the Marvel community over the past however to what ten plus years has been bigger than uh, me and or anybody else really that's been involved with Marvel that likes Marvel and stuff like that. Which is cool to be a part of a group, but. I'm not really feeling the shows, man. I'm not really feeling the shows besides What If. I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I just think that the 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 the, the, the acting was pretty damn good. Um, the story was just, nah. Like, I didn't really need to see that story, like, drawn out. It easily could have been a movie. It's what it felt like. It was shot like a movie. WandaVision, good idea. Like, the story was pretty good. Um, I didn't really care for, like, the execution and how they set it up, necessarily, with the whole um, TV show type vibes and all the sitcoms throughout the decades and stuff. Um, didn't really care for it, but teach his own, right? I guess so, but I was watching that yesterday. Watching football yesterday, too. I tried to, man. They just put, they, when they put on bad games, I just don't like to watch them. Like, today, like, the Thunder are playing the Pistons. No one's, I'm not watching that game, man. I'm not watching that. Who plays on Monday night? Uh, Who's playing today? The Patriots and the Bills. Ah, uh, who gives a shit about sports talk? We're we're done talking about sports. Um, news. So the new news. Um, before I even get into this little rant or get in my bag for real, I like to. I don't know all the names of the people that lost their life. I know I could look it up. I have my laptop open in front of me. Do I feel like looking it up? No. Um, but I do want to say. God rest their souls for the people that lost their life during was it Oxford the Oxford school shooting in um, Michigan. Um, it sucks that this is the society that we live in that we have to you know damn near everybody has to bring a gun to school to feel some type of um, you know safety and security. Um, I don't think you know I don't I don't think anybody any kid I don't think any kid should ever have to worry about bringing a gun or going to not trying to go to school no more. Um, and I, and I think, <clears throat> cause you know, the parents are with COVID and stuff like that. They should have been doing this period, but the parents are going to probably do hybrid for, you know, go on working two days in the office and working the other three days at home. 
Um, the same is probably going to go with the students, to be honest with you. I feel like if this keeps happening, and it does keep happening, but at a higher rate, um, that was like the one thing about COVID. Like, there was no school shootings in, like, during COVID because no one was in school. I think that was like the only time. During that whole time, there was no school shootings, but as soon as school got back in, I'm pretty sure there was, there was school shootings, like this one, for example. Um, and there was one in Texas not too long ago. Where the dude, but that was different. This one just seemed like dude was getting bullied. Well, from what I've read um, from news articles and outlets and headlines and stuff like that, it seemed like the kid was getting bullied and he wanted to take his frustrations out, I guess, on the people who bullied him or whatever the case may be. I don't know. Um, but the one in Texas was more about like retaliation. It seemed like they just shot one person, maybe a teacher. I don't, I don't know. That was so long ago. That was a few months ago. I think that was about... That was in October, but I can't remember. I can't remember it. They caught the guy, of course, but this one, this one is different because there's a video on the internet. I'm not gonna play it on here because it's 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 really like bone chilling, you know. And um, the kid was faking to be the cop, right? That's some scary shit. Uh, uh, that is some scary shit for somebody who's 15 years old who. You know, to fake to be a cop and for and during the video when you're watching the video, it doesn't seem like they know who's the you know. It, it's hard to tell because first of all, you're they're behind the door and you don't know, right? I'm not opening the damn door regardless until I get confirmation like, yo, it's okay to come out. This is blah 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 with the blah 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 police department, sheriff's office, whomever. Y'all can come out. Or we're coming in, right? Because y'all don't got no weapons. No one has no weapons inside a classroom, so you would think, right? Um, but, you know, he said bro during the video. And then you, you just heard all the kids just be like, nah, nah, nah. That's that's sus. That's suspect. Because no fucking cop ever says bro. I've never heard it. Unless it's like casual conversation. Like, I've talked to police officers just on, cas on some casual conversations. They say bro. But... And dude and shit like that, but that's different. Like this is a real life, life or death situation. No cop is saying bro to come to to try to relate to the kids. No, no, no cops doing that. Um, so it was chilling. Luckily, if you know, and thank God that the, the the children and the teacher got out of the classroom. But it still sucks that he had to. What, I think he killed with four people. You know, and he injured several others, like, including a teacher, you know, so, and then the parents are fucking just, blow. it blows my mind that, this is what I mean, this is what, this is what happens when your kids don't get whooped, this is exactly what happens, I don't even know this would even stop that whole, you know, discipline thing, but, the parents were enabling and condoning that behavior, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, they want to post the most, the kid's evil, Call, I'm going to call a spade a spade. This kid woke up and thought, I'm going to shoot and kill somebody today. No matter how many, like, he just woke up with that on his mind. And that's just pure evil. It's just not like, you don't have, like, that's so much malice in your heart. I don't give a fuck if you've been bullied. I've been bullied. But do I go around thinking I'm about to kill every one of these motherfuckers? No, I'm not thinking like that. Nobody's thinking like that. Except for them type of kids. And it sucks because you go to school with these type of people, you know, and you're not thinking anything of it. You know, you might be laughing or like, haha, whatever, you know, you, it's just whatever. But, you know, you, you don't know what these kids got going on at home or whatever the case may be. 
I don't condone bullying. Um, I think it, it, I think when people bully, it shows insecurities. And if you're a bully with no insecurities, then you're just a you're just an asshole straight up. Um, and I've had my moments where I've bullied. I have no insecurities, but I've bullied people. I've you know been mean to people. You know, and when you realize it now, maybe not to the extent of like hurting their feelings, hurting their feelings, but like you know dismissing them. That's a that's a form of bullying. Um, am I happy about it? Fuck no. But have I done it? Absolutely. I feel like everybody has to a certain extent. But it, it sucks that children across high high school and in Sandy Hook during ele- in elementary school and they're just Columbine like they're just walking around just wanting to kill people because of they got the short end of the stick. And they've been bullied. But, like, as a black man in America, it's hard for me to understand and comprehend that. Because there's so much history in the sense of my people were brutalized for 400 plus years. We're still being brutalized. We're still being put in jails. People of color. We make up for most of the incarceration. Across the country. Across the country, right? So, there's a disconnect there. Because you're thinking, I, I get the short end, of the, and I get the short end of the stick. I get bullied. I, you know what? I'm gonna take my frustration and my retaliation out. And and these people on these news outlets will post them like looking the most saint of saint photos that these that these damn kids have that that be shooting at these uh, that shoot at the the school shooters. Can't even, I'm so I'm so speechless. I'm so speechless because let it be a black kid or any anybody else, person of color. People of color, that they're gonna find the most hood shit, the most out of control shit they'll find. They'll find something, you know. But it's a white kid. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just reading what the parents were saying, you know, don't miss, you know, or just saying, just condoning the behavior. And then they get locked up for inciting that shit. Thank God they got locked up for that shit. I mean, their charges are a lot less, a lot less uh, harsher. Because well, I think there's just, just what manslaughter or something like that. I don't even know what it is, but he's first degree murder for sure. He's not getting off. He's not getting off. And if he gets off, there'll be a it'll be hell be a riot because you're killing you're killing four innocent people, you know. And you've killed four innocent people, and then all of a sudden you want people. And it, when I seen the photo, you want people to. You know, have some type of grace and mercy for you. I, when I seen the photo, it, he just looked dead behind the eyes. It looked like he just didn't give a fuck that he did what he did. You know what I'm saying? Nah. That's not okay. And I, and I know he's 15, so they're going to hold him in juvie until he's tried as an adult, which will probably be at 16, honestly. They need to try that. You, you, they need to try him as an adult. Because there's no way he should be, you know, let off the hook for what he did. You know what I'm saying? There's people that are never going to see their families ever again. Like, see their family member ever again, you know? And he robbed people. He robbed families of loved ones and robbed the people that he killed of life. Like, that shit's crazy to me. And he's walking around here with a bullet in his head. I'm not condoning, you know, killing anybody, anything like that. But if that was a black kid or a Mexican kid, an Asian kid, a, a kid that ain't white. There's a bullet in his head. They're coming to get him. 
Literally, they're on the hunt. They're on the. They're, they're hunting. It's hunt season, you know. And I, I'm glad the kids in custody. I'm glad, um, because if he wasn't in custody, somebody was gonna come get him. I know that for a fact. Family member was gonna come get him. Somebody that you know lost their child, lost their kid, lost a kid, lost a kid. You know, I went to a. A service this year for a family friend. She was four years old. It put into perspective a lot of shit. A lot of shit that this shit is so finite. I have no control over my life. Here today, gone tomorrow. It's so finite. You know? And you and as a person, you would like to go out on your own terms. But for some, some, for some selfish ass kid to feel like he got the short end of the stick and got bullied or whatever the fucking case was... To take his frustration and anger out on a group of people who we don't even know if they even did that shit to him. He just wanted to shoot motherfuckers. It's what it seemed like. It's not okay with me. It's not okay. It's not okay. I don't. I personally don't like it, and it and it hurts my heart. But I, I and you know it still hurts my heart. But I'm 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 starting to become numb to it. I'm starting to become numb to it. People like people don't think before they act. Literally. Different, there's different motivations for people to carry guns in school. School I went to, I know people who carry guns because there's people that are watching them leave school. I'm catching him as soon as, he, as soon as he's you know, by himself, walking home, whatever. I'm catching him slipping. So you have a gun on you. Get it. I understand that. You're in, you're in the hood. You're in the ghetto. You carry a gun, you got to move a certain way because you got people that you might be beefing with. If you're in a gang, people that are beefing with the gang and they know you and they know where you stay and they know where school you go to, so on and so forth. Motivations are different for folks. And when we get, you know, antagonized and ridiculed and looked down upon because we carry guns because we got to protect ourselves from people that want to get at us, right? But when a white kid carry a gun, we know what type of time he's on, and they don't get no type of flack, no type of none of that. You know what I'm saying? The first thing they'll say is, I feel sorry for the kid. He must be having some mental issue problems. He must be on some whatever, whatever. Like if it was, But if it was a black kid, oh, he's a thug. He's ruthless. He's this. He's that. He's everything under the sun. And it's just like, nah, that's not it. That kid got to carry a gun so he don't get killed. He's walking home not trying to get killed. He got to look over his shoulders. But this little white kid right here, I don't even know his name. Fuck his name. This little 15-year-old, fuck him. He's walking around here. I'm getting bullied. I'm getting the short end of the stick. I don't like the way I'm being treated at school and in the public and in society. I'm going to go ahead and kill people. I'm going to go ahead and just go to my school and start shooting at people. That don't make any sense. And then you find the photos of him when he's dressed all nice and stuff. Like, no, 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 no. Show the full story. Then I found then then you know Twitter. I love Twitter because Twitter exposed every fucking body. They found a Twitter of him with the Glock and with an extendo clip. I think it was a Sig, but still with the extendo clip hanging out his pocket. Oh, so he wants to be a thug. But they won't show you that though. They won't tell you that. They'll show a whole bunch of other BS and try to and try to make it seem like you know he was bullied. Like they try to you just try to make it seem like make it less of what it is. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to make, not make him evil. Nah, that kid is evil. You're 15 years old. You're closer to 14 than you are 16. You're closer to being a kid in middle school than you are being an adult getting ready to go leave high school. That's evil. 
he probably even never had sex yet, and he's thinking about killing people. Crazy. That's evil. You can't even justify him doing that shit. That is pure evil. That's pure malice. And I, and I like to think that people don't even have that shit in their heart, but that little kid does. That, that little kid, little kid, probably just turned 15. Probably just turned 15. So he's been 14 for, for, for Lord, knows, Lord knows how long, probably in the summertime, probably, probably this year. He, was just, he just turned 15, probably this year. Come on, man. Come on, man. This doesn't make any sense. We, and we got to stop that. And the funny thing about, you know, and you've heard, we hear about schools talking about, you know, putting metal detectors in, um, you know, before you walk in the door and stuff like that. I don't think that'll change anything. I think people will find a way to get the guns in the school. Um, you know, and, and, and I just think that, like I said, I don't condone violence. I do think some folks need to carry a firearm to protect themselves. At the end of the day, it's protection. You know, when, when black kids carry a gun, it's never on the offensive side. It's never uh, on the offensive side. They're not looking for trouble. Trouble comes to them. They got to defend themselves. Black kids, Asian kids, Mexican kids, people of color who carry a gun, it's for defense. It's never for offense. Because, and we can, and people, you know, people of color who carry guns can go on the off, uh, offensive, but it just depends on the circumstance and the situation. Most of the time, it's just for protection, so we don't get killed. They shoot down there, so we're going to shoot back, period. But what you see in the news nowadays these, these, with these white kids, you know, I hate even saying that, but I, I got to call a spade a spade. A spade is a spade, and black is black. That kid is white. There's no other way around it. You know, and for him to kill his high school, like, classmates, like, that's crazy. You know, his schoolmates, he's like, like, his whole life's ruined. He has a whole bunch of problems. And, you know, they'll, they'll try to say that he's crazy, he's mentally deranged. They'll, they'll throw that story, they'll, they'll throw that narrative out there. They're, no, 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 no. There's other students that, like, that kid was getting bullied, that kid was on some whole other weird stuff. That kid's weird. <laughs> he been when he been planning to do this. You don't wake up one day like, you know, I'm just gonna start shooting people. No, this is planned out. Cause he had to get the gun from somewhere. So the parents gave him the gun or they just left the gun this negligence, firearm negligence. I'm assuming that's some type of, you know, offense. I'm not sure. Some type of crime towards the parents, right? He grabs the <sighs> I'm trying to wrap my head around it, but there's no way, there's no practical and logical way to really just say, you know, there's just nothing. Literally, there's nothing. I have no words for this. I'm out here stuttering, trying to figure out the words to say. You can't put it into words. The kid's just pure evil. And I don't even like saying that about people, but when I look at the photo and I I hear about the stories, you got people that don't even know these people crying. Evil. Evil. He ain't getting off. And if he gets off, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. I'm moving to Canada for sure. I was thinking about moving to Canada anyways. But if he gets off, I'm moving to Canada. Period. What's his kid? I don't even know his kid's name. I don't give a damn. But I'm, I'm moving to Canada, bro. If he gets off. But 
Um. I can't go. I work. Why would they even send stuff like they're like, oh, there's a da, 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 da. I can't go. I work. You know what I mean? Whatever. Um, what else has been going on in the news world, man? Nothing much really. Besides that, fucking garbage. Um, and like I said, you know, God rest the souls of the families that lost their children. You know, it, it, it sucks that we even have to. You know, still live through those times and still talk about these times. You know, it sucks, but God rest the souls. You know, God bless the dead, for real. And um, God bless y'all, man, for real. God bless y'all. You know, I'm praying. I pray for everybody. I'm praying for y'all, man. I'm praying for y'all. Um, but moving on, moving on. Oh, before I move on, I want to say this. I'm pretty sure I talked about it before on the show, but I'm just gonna give this a quick little. Um. I'm pretty sure I talked about it yet last episode, but I want to talk about it more in depth because I had somebody, one of my one of my peoples, one of my homeboys hit me and was like, I'm going to start this, you know, the content game and stuff like that. So shout out to my guy. Um, if, you listen, if you listen to this, you know who you are, but if anybody out there that's trying to create content, um, be good. Period. Be good. Um, I was watching a Denzel interview recently. It was about three years. The interview was three years ago, but the 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 jewels he dropped was real. Be good. Damn the. They see me everywhere. You know what I'm saying. Don't post too much content. There's no such thing as too little. Because if you don't post, you don't post. Um, it's like not talking. You know, when people ask me, "Are you sad? How come you're not talking?" I have nothing to say. And when I do say something, it's powerful and it's meaningful. It means something to me. When I say something, I feel like, you know, in this content creation game, people are getting the quality mixed up with quantity. People think that the more stuff that you put out, the more good stuff that will come out, which is not necessarily true all the time. Quality will always trump, trump, triumph, trump quality. I mean, quantity, excuse me. I gotta get my words together, man. So that was a mouthful. Um... You need to have good content. People will find you, no matter what it is. If it's good content and it's relatable content, I try. I, the one thing I try to do is make relatable content. I'm not with the, all the corny stuff. This is raw. This is real time. I try to make as much relatable content as I can. Um, I try to hit on certain you know topics and situations that I go through in my lifetime, because this is what I'm going through at the particular moment, so I can speak on stuff like this, because this is what I'm going through, this is what my peers are going through, I can relate to them, always make good content, always make good content, and take your time, if you recorded a video the first week of the month, and it took you the last week of the month to upload it, and it was pretty damn good, keep doing that, keep doing that, you know what I'm saying, and I know it's going to get frustrating, because you're like, well, not a lot of people are looking you know, at my content. The hardest thing about being a content creator or having your own shit is the promotion. It's never about what you're doing. It's the promotion because you feel like you're begging people to listen to you. You feel like you're, it's needy, you know, but you can't think like that, you know? I, I Now I know how it feels when you're promoting your mixtape out in front of concerts, in front of other people's concerts, promoting mixtapes. 
You feel you feel shitty. You feel like this is wrong. I'm out here panhandling my stuff so I could get my name out there. But it's nothing's wrong with that. You're trying to do the best you can, you know. I'm gonna start doing that. Listen to my podcast, Sophisticated Internet Podcast, all on YouTube. Or not on YouTube, rather. I'm posting it. Oh, I can post it on YouTube. Follow my YouTube page. Diaz York TV. Follow that. Subscribe. Bell notifications. Like the last few videos. Please do. It helps me out tremendously. Tell your friends too. Tell your friends. Um, it's just about creating good content. The more content you create that's good, the more people will come to you. Don't force feed bullshit and expect people to listen to it or like it or whatever. Hence why I only post one episode a week. You know what I'm saying? Do the math. That's four episodes a month. You're not force feeding people. You're giving them a steady diet. You know, and you're letting people really process and digest what you, the last piece of content that you put out, that you created, so that they can really understand it and like it, share it, whatever else, come back to it if they need to. What, you know, just, but you put out a video every day. That's, that's dedication, that's commitment, but you're going to run out of stuff to talk about in a minute. You know, you're going to get burnt out. Burnt out, so being burnt out from doing too much something that you love is a bad thing. You know, during the interview, Denzel did say, he said, I think if you drink too much water, you'll drown. And that's some real shit. I think if you put too much content out there, people will forget about you because they know and you're, you become predictable. You know, you're not letting people think about what you got going on next. What's his next move? I haven't heard from him in a long time. I haven't seen a YouTube video from him in a long time. I haven't seen an Instagram post in a long time. I hope he's okay. What do you think he's doing? How do you think he's doing? How do you think he's feeling right now? What, I want to hear his opinion on certain topics about the world. You see? You, you, and if you do that every day... No one's going to care about your opinion about your topic. But if you do it four times a week, excuse me, four times a month, once a week, people care. People are going to pay attention more. People are going to listen more. You know, and, and you have a life. And you're busy and you do other things and stuff like that. And, you know, he told me, he was like, I'm thinking about not to put his business out there or anything like that. But I think it's very important that people don't lose focus of what the end game is, you know. He told me, he was like, yeah, I'm thinking about, you know, leaving school and just getting into the content game. And I was like, you've never been in the content. I never, I didn't tell him this, but in my head, I was thinking you've never had, you never really got your feet wet within the content game. As far as creating podcasts, YouTube videos, vlogging, whatever the case may be, content. You got to be really committed with this, with this shit. You, you can't half-ass it because you're not going to get the results. You're not going to get paid how you want to get paid half-assing stuff, period, you know, and this has to be a passion for you. This can't be a pastime or a hobby. This is something that you got to, like, I got to record. I got to get this shit off my chest. That's how I feel. Even after I record this episode, there's going to be a lot more stuff to talk about that I just have to type, write it down in my notes and talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully I get to make the next Monday so I can record and talk about this stuff for real. You know, that's how I'm thinking. And, that's, and my brain keeps churning and my brain keeps working. Conversations with folks will be a topic on the podcast if it's good enough. Um, what I see on the internet might be a topic. Everything's a topic. That's all I see are topics to talk about and give my opinion on. You know, as a social commentator, as I like to say, there's my dog. You know, she always loves to make her cameo. Gotta make a cameo. If, it, if it's not my show, it's not sophisticated ignorance unless my dog makes a cameo. You guys are going to see my dog soon. We're getting closer to 100th. 
the 100th episode, which will be the first video episode of the show. I know, I know, I know. It's, good. it's, it's coming up. It's coming up. But just be patient and wait and wait. You know? And I, and I, and I think that's another thing. Um, do it on your own time. Do it at your own pace. Nipsey Hussle sold 10,000 of his uh, Crenshaw CDs for 100 bucks. He made 100K off that. You know what I'm saying? But he knew his... And people were like, I'm not buying, you know, whatever. I'm not buying... I, I think it's. I think it was 10 grand. He sold 10 grand for $100, which is a lot of money. Out the trunk, though. Nope. Out the trunk with it, though. CDs. Out the trunk. $100. I need it. Oh, that's, a, that's a hustler right there. He knows his worth. He knows how... And he knows how good it is. So the replay value of that album, I still listen to that album to this day. That album came out eight years ago. I still listen to that album to this day. You know what I'm saying? Damn near 10 years ago, that album came out. And it's still good. And it still holds up today. Know your value. Know your worth and know your value. And there's the three Ps I like to think of when you are creating content because you're not going to get paid automatically off this shit. You're not going to, especially if you're doing it from the ground up and you have no followers and you got to build the followers And when you're growing. You know what I'm saying? You get your base and your foundation while you're still growing. Three Ps that I think every content creator, anybody out there that's starting their own shit, their own business, whatever it is, they have to, I think, these are critical. This is what kept me, kept my spirit alive and the optimist, optimism for my show and so on and so forth. Anything, any other future endeavors that I decide to jump into. Purpose. So know what you're doing. Know what you're doing. Know what you're doing it for. Know your why. That's purpose. Know your why. Why are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? And that would translate into when you create content, people will gravitate towards, I see why he's doing this. But you also got to make them care. So why should I watch your stuff? Have, make them have a purpose to watch your shit or listen to your shit or whatever it is the case may be. Make them have a purpose on why. Or make them have a purpose on, I need, to, I need to go cop this shit. I need to go listen to this album. I need to, I need to do this. Make them have their why when it comes to you. So purpose. Have a passion. Have a passion. Be passionate about something. Be sensitive about this shit. When people tell me my shit's good or if my shit's trash, I take that to heart. I because I, I, I do this. This is this is me. This isn't this isn't scripted. This isn't pre-recorded. This is no 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 no. This is real. Then this is me. So when you tell me my shit's weak, that means that they're telling me that I'm not good enough. That I need to be better. That's how I look at it. You tell me this shit's good, I still need to be better. I still think there's episodes and parts of episodes where I'm like, I could have did that better. I could have delivered that with more oomph, with more passion, with more emphasis, with more whatever. You know? And that's real. That's anything you do. So have a passion. And respect your passion. Respect other people that are going through what you're going through. That's a big thing. We get, we get caught up in the, ah, nobody's supporting me. Ah, nobody gives a fuck. No, no, no. They, they might not support you. They might not care. But guess how many other people out there are not getting the same type of love and, and passion and, and compassion that you are? They're not giving it their all. They're not respecting it. You know? So respect your passion. Whatever it is that you choose to do, respect it. So have a purpose and respect your passion. And the last thing, don't practice perfection. You will, you will always be in a constant fight with yourself, with the world around you, 
Don't try to be perfect. That's one. Just be yourself. Practice patience. Patience will get you way farther than perfection because you know that you're not perfect. But practice patience. Because in due time, whatever it is you're going to do, it's going to bust through the door and you're going to have as much money as you want and be successful as you want and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? But don't practice perfection. Because if you were perfect, you'd be doing it every day of the week. Hence why I say uh, quality over quantity. If you were good at if you were really perfect, if everybody was really perfect, quote unquote, guess what they would do? They would do this shit every day. They would do could upload videos every day. So everything every day is perfect for them. They don't think there's nothing wrong with it. No. Practice patience. Make sure that it's good. Edit it. Rewatch the video. Um, read if you have a clothing brand. Tinker some stuff. Look at different stitching. Look at different designs. Look at different embroidery companies. Look at different screen printing companies. Look at different ways to you do it your damn self, even. You know, there's different ways to get to where you want to get to. But perfection will always make you lose your mind. Right? Because if you want to be perfect, you're damn near insane. You're going you're gonna to go crazy. You're going to go insane. But if you practice patience and you understand that this is not a sprint, this life shit is not a sprint, we all be dead, right? If it was a sprint, we're all dead, right? It's a marathon. It's a long-ass race. And just accept the race and then appreciate it. Appreciate the process. Those are the three Ps. But the last, the final caveat I would like to say is our cherry on the top, for those of you that don't know what caveat is, but... It's the same thing. Appreciate the process that you're going through. It hurts. There's ups, there's downs. And if you're doing this shit by yourself, there'll be a lot more, you'll feel a lot more down than you will up. But that one person that says, I fuck with your shit, this shit's hard, that will bring you up. That one up can negate a hundred downs, literally, and that will keep you going. So don't ever feel like you ain't good enough. Don't ever feel like I gotta be perfect. You know, no, 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 no. If you're doing something for money, you're doing it for the wrong fucking reasons. I know money is a tool and it is an object that we all want to get at the end. That's the finish line. That is, that is the fruits of your labor. But you got to love what you do. If you love what you do, it will love you and it will take care of you in the back end. But you got to love it hard first. You got to prove to yourself and prove to whatever you're trying to accomplish and do why you deserve that much money. Why you deserve this. Why do you deserve to be successful? You prove to yourself and you prove to your passion and whatever it is, your craft, whatever you're trying to accomplish, you will get the results that you want. But you have to prove it. Prove yourself. Prove it. Don't prove... Fuck everybody else. Don't prove everybody else. They don't matter. They don't... At the end of the day, when you wipe your ass, it's by yourself. When you get your fork and get your plate and make your plate for food, guess what? That's all you. You drink your own water. That's you. You get drunk by yourself, you get high by yourself, you sleep by yourself, you shower by yourself. It's all on you. No matter what it is you do, it's always going to be on you. Fuck everybody else. The moment you start impressing everybody, trying to impress everybody else, hence the perfection part that I just talked about earlier, you will go insane because you're not going to please everybody else. Don't be a crowd pleaser. Fuck them. Literally, when I'm, listen, listen, fuck them. Because it changed my whole mentality towards my whole life. I've been trying to 
not, you know, try to be Superman, try to save everybody, try to be perfect for everybody. Fuck, man, fuck them. Fuck them. I don't even care about them no more. You got an opinion about me, you don't like me, I'll go fuck, go fuck yourself. I don't care. I don't care. You know why? I do what I do because I want to do it. Because I love to do it. And when I say fuck them, I don't mean like, oh, I don't need them. But don't try to impress them. That's what I mean by fuck them. You need these people. I need these people more than they need me. Literally. So when I say that, I don't mean forget about them. No, 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 no. You need these people. But to serve your purpose and your passion. But at the same time, don't try to go around impressing everybody. Because people are not going to like your clothes. Some people are going to like your clothes. Some people are going to like this podcast. Some people aren't going to like this podcast. Totally fine. Totally fine. You don't like it? Okay. I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about the people that do like it. Because those are the people that are going to push and support and help me. And before the end, and when, you know, when you break through the door and bust down the wall, guess what they're going to say? And guess what they're going to think? And guess what they're going to do? They're going to hop on the bandwagon. They're going to say, oh, I really fuck with your show. I fuck whatever you, what you had going on, your content, whatever. And they're going to think, I should have never doubted this kid in the first place. That's exactly what they're going to think. And, and let them hop on the bandwagon because you need bandwagoners. You're going to need people like that. But do it for you. Appreciate the process. Practice patience. Respect your passion. And have a why. Have a purpose. Uh, and, and, and then you'll be successful. And you will feel successful. You'll get momentum because you're not doing it to impress everybody. You're doing this for yourself, more importantly. Everybody else is secondary in this life. In your life, everybody else is secondary. Everybody else is not a main character. You're the main character. You're the star of the show. So you better figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Fuck these people that don't want to help you. Fuck them. They don't want to support? Fine. They don't want to listen? Fine. They don't want to buy your stuff? Fine. Do you know your stuff's good, though? And if it is, then you know your worth. Then you set your price. Then you, set, then you sell your CDs for $100 like Nip did. And people will look at you crazy, but they don't see what you see. They don't, they don't see the vision. They don't see the vision. They, they don't see what you got going on. They don't see the future. And look at Nip now. God rest his soul. Before he passed away, Nip, we got a, Nip had 100 mil waiting for him. He went from selling seeds from $100 to getting 100 mil in the future. You know, so practice patience. Whatever you're doing, literally, your passion... Your passion got you. Your passion will take care of you in the back end. I'm trying to tell you. I've seen it happen. I've read so many books and stories about people that were going to give up. They were there. They were at they were there. They were at the the last little push for success. And once they got there, their passion took care of them. You know? So, don't quit. Don't ever quit. Don't ever give up. No matter what it is in life. You know? Practice patience. Have a purpose. Have a why. Respect your passion. Appreciate the process. And, you know, keep working. Keep grinding. Keep hustling. Do whatever you got to do to make sure you keep your stuff afloat. And you will get the results in the world, and you will get the fruits of you will bear the fruits of your labor and you will be 
you know, whatever it is you want to do, you'll be great at it. I believe in you, you know, and I'm excited to see whoever whoever's listening to this. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, what y'all do in the future. And just know that your boy, Diaz York, Slim, is 100 strong behind you. Because I want to see everybody win. Everybody should win. Everybody should be rich. Everybody should be successful. Whatever their form of success looks like, everybody should have some type of, you know, fun in this life that we lead. You know? And you make, and you make the most of it. So, yeah, man. But that's it, man. That's all I got for you guys. I'm going to leave that on a, on, a, on, a, on a positive and powerful note. Um, if you guys enjoy this episode and if you guys stuck with me t- up until this point, please, 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 with Cherry on top, um, share this, subscribe, tell your mom, tell your grandma, tell your fine-ass auntie, tell your uncles, tell your dad, tell your schoolmates, tell your classmates, tell your teachers about the show Trying to do something big. We're trying to do something great, man. Tell your coworkers. Tell whomever, man. Tell the world, man. Tell the world that you know this kid from Washington got some special cooking. Just everybody, period, around the world got some special cooking, man. You gotta believe in that shit. You gotta believe in yourself more than anybody else. You gotta be your biggest fan, your best friend, number one supporter before anybody else will. And once you believe in that, and once you know that in your heart, you can sell whatever it is you're selling for a hundred dollars, like Nipsey Hussle did. God rest his soul. This has been another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, Diaz York Slim, and I will holla at y'all when I holla at y'all. Peace 